Welcome to Season 7, Episode 13 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Yes, welcome to the Family Travel Podcast, where we share the latest in RV industry news, road trip travel, caravanning, camping, product reviews, where to go, what to do, and so much more. Thanks for joining us again. This week, we camp at the best off-grid campsites on the Mary River. We eat our way through Kenilworth Dairy, yummo. Explore the enchanted fig tree forest, road trip 130 kilometres to Blue Gums River Retreat for the best swim in a river environment. Oh my goodness. These campgrounds, I have to say, just keep getting better and better. And we've been doing a string of hip camps, which if you're unfamiliar with hip camps, they are basically private property owners who are opening up their campgrounds for campers of any type. They can stipulate whether they're tent friendly, whether they're off-grid friendly, whether you can take your big rig there or not. And I have to say, I'm really loving exploring the hip camps because we're finding ourselves on properties that we wouldn't have access to. And I think that's an interesting point because they're privately owned, their love for their patch of paradise is is always pretty obvious you know they're they're really showcasing the what they love yeah a hundred percent i agree with you on that and they're they're so excited to have you and tell you you know all about their amazing environment and you know we love giving back as well so to be able to stay at places like this where you know you are helping out and Predominantly, a lot of these places we've been staying are farming land as well. So, to be able to go and feel like you actually are making a difference, it's awesome. It is awesome. And they're a special breed of people. Farmers, holy dooly. They're probably the most resilient type of person you're going to find in in Australia. And I genuinely mean that. You know, we we say, uh, you know, affectionately, we, we, we couldn't be farmers. No, and look, we have met some incredible people across mm. our three and a half years travelling around this country and every farmer we've met, you know, they just they just have a smile on their face. They're just down to earth, the salt of the earth, genuine mm. Aussie characters who are not shy of hard work. Let me tell you, they it is amazing what these people are doing. Okay, let's start at Kenilworth Rural Camping. Now, we're going to fly around this region, the sort of five kilometres surrounding Kenilworth, and give you an overview of all the sites that you can camp at that we actually visited. We did a bit of a recce because we thought, if you're doing your research and you're going to go out there, we can tell you what's on offer. Yeah, fantastic. And look, there are a handful more that we didn't get out to, but we were quite selective. You know, we looked on the apps, Wikicamp, Hipcamp, we read all the reviews and thought, okay, let's go and check out this handful. There are plenty of other ones and we've since since we've released our YouTube episode, which I would encourage you to jump on over and watch if you haven't because the footage 
is absolutely spectacular. This region is green. It's lush. It is just rolling hills. God's country. It eh? sure is. So do yourself a favour and check that out. But we've had a few comments come in from regulars to this region who said, oh, we love to go and stay at this place. And there's also a great little free camp here. Mm. So look, we've done a roundup of the ones that we uh, managed to get out to. Okay, you arrive into Kenilworth Rural Camping. You literally drive through town, which is a 100-metre street frontage. It's really that short. And you chuck a left at the showground. And met by Shane, who's one of the most biggest, joyous, you know, camp operators you're ever going to meet. Yeah, really friendly. Just a really friendly country guy who... You know, just couldn't do enough to make sure that we had settled in and we were happy. And I have to say, we actually got tipped off about his property from another travelling family that we met when we were calling off one afternoon Mm -hmm. up at the little local pool, which is fantastic. I think we spoke about that in last week's episode. It's really old school, but gee, we had some hot weather while we were there. So Jasper loved getting up to the pool and having a splash around. So good. We got chatting with this other family and they said to us, oh my gosh, we're just staying around the corner at this great spot. You should check it out. And so we did. And look, when you go on to the listing on Hip Camp. I have to say, the photos don't do it justice. I think we need to send Shane some. I of think our, we will. Yeah. Our images, particularly from the drone overhead stuff, because it it gives you such a good scope of just the size of the area, the lay of the land, how close you are to the Mary River. Uh, look, you're only 300 meters walk into town. The river walk would be 100 to 200 mm. meters down to the actual river. The water temperature is Perfect. Amazing. You know, it can be ankle deep or waist deep in some areas, slow flowing. Uh, There's a section of about 250 metres where you could take a, uh, you know, an inner tube or a. a Yeah, something you blow up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just, you know, lazy river it, you know, float float down. Love it. Uh, But look, with only five sites, you can have a fire. It's gated, as in you are. Not locked in, but closed in. So there's that sense of security as well. Mm. Uh, Shane comes around every single afternoon and checks in. Can I get you anything? Are you happy? Is everything good? Yep. Give me a call if you need anything. Yeah, really fantastic. And just lush, green, grassy, so much space. Great story. 11-acre property. He actually runs the agriculture and rural uh, stock feed and uh, gear, I guess, warehouse in town on the on the fringe of town, and he needed an extra storage area and saw this property right in town that had a big storage shed on it that also came with the 11-acre paddock. Yes, amazing. So he got in there, mowed it, looks like St. Andrew's golf course. The grass is spectacular, <laughs> I have to say. It's crazy good, but I guess he knows what he's doing, right? So he's... um. Even put a beautiful pattern in the lawn when I put the drone up. I was like, this guy's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, 11 11 acres, uh, you can imagine with only five sites. You can't hear your neighbours really. It's, you know, I mean, you've got so much space. Jasper ran around with the kite. The sunsets are out of this world. Oh, yeah. Check our socials for some amazing sunset images that we took from that property. So quiet. And the... 
most inexpensive mm. out of all of the hip camps in and around Kenilworth. It was $30 a night. Kids under 12 were free. Yes. Which, I mean, I just love, particularly when you're off grid camping. And look, this could be a, a topic for a whole other podcast, so we won't get into it now. But I tell you what, to, to have that acknowledgement that, you know what, you don't have to pay extra for your little ones because you're bringing your own water, you're using your own power, you're taking up the same patch whether you've got a horde of kids with you or not. she's got started. I know. Okay, I digress. Anyway, thank you, Shane, for Mm. keeping the the kid-friendly prices there. Do you know what? He's also the president of the local community uh, showground association. Don't know the exact title, mate, but anyway, literally – Another 150 metres up the road is the showground. Now, you can camp there for $20 off grid. Uh, I think there's extras then for kids. It's $25 powered, but it's more set up, marked out clearly like a caravan park. Mm. Uh, Beautiful, again, big patches of lawn and huge sites. Uh, You ring the caretaker, there's water fill points. You're directly beside the local pool, mm-hmm. uh, and again, you know, just such a close walk to, to mosey to into everything. town for a few bevies or whatever at the pub. Now, as he said, that is a great place to camp. Uh, but for him, he loves having his space, so that's why they opened this space up. He actually, after he mowed it and they cleaned it up, they camped there, mm-hmm. and he went, Wow, this is a good camp. Yeah, we better share this with other people. <laughs> so he did, and uh, and so that's why he offers it. So look, our preference is to have that space, mm. and uh, but we also get how enjoyable it can be being amongst it. You know, with all the community, and if you're travelling in a large group, then yeah, pick the showgrounds. And if you love, you know, being with your neighbours and all of that. But if you if you love your absolute unplugged switch off. Solitude. Yep. Try, try the, worth rural yeah, camping the rural is the camping. place to go. Mm. Okay. On the fringes of the town, a, a couple of others that we'll definitely mention are Parklands, mm. one of the most manicured entry statements we've ever seen, uh, working dairy and cattle farm. Yeah, highly popular this one. We had a few people recommend it to us and for good reason. I mean, when you drive in, it is just stunning again. It, it's bordered by that beautiful river and green, more green grass and fat, happy cows than, you know, you've probably ever seen in your life before. They've put in some great amenities. There's loads of portaloos for campers. So, I mean, again, if you were travelling in a group, I think this would be a great place to go. You pick your own site and set up and you wouldn't want to leave. It looks like a picture for a tourism organisation. You know, when you look at this property, the way it's laid out and, Mm. you know, the road perfectly, you know, country road curves with the contour of the land and the river just oh wow you know yeah for sure you'll find that one on wiki camps yes uh pet friendly 15 dollars for adults plus 10 dollars for kids so Mm. that would have set us back 40 bucks a night that one uh and they've also put in amenities that include shower block as well up near the front of the property uh directly across the river but you have to drive back around through town and out the other side back towards the coast uh and it literally is across the river, is Kenilworth Camping. Mm. Now, it's a little less manicured. It's, it, I won't say they don't care. It's, um, it's just not as 
you know, schmick. Yeah, it doesn't have that, uh, I guess, that um, perfectly kept grassy lawn area. You literally are going down onto the farm, you know. So mm. there's plenty of grass. It's got the river going through Stunning. it. Stunning. Still just... Plenty of fat, happy cows. Amazing, yeah. That um, really feel like you need to give way. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. For <laughs> they... free roaming livestock. Yes. Uh, slightly more expensive, $20 per person plus $10 for kids, still pet friendly. Um, and then a, a little bit further out is uh, the Kenilworth Homestead. Now, we can't mm. really tell you much about this except that we have had a couple of emails and, and some comments there that came through that recommended it and said it's a fantastic stay, particularly if you love your history and you want to be in that homestead environment. So can't vouch for it, but that looks pretty cool too. Yes, yeah, we have had lots of comments about that one. And as we mentioned, there are plenty of others that you'll see as you're uh, you're scrolling on those different apps that um, are in and around the Kenilworth region. It's quite remarkable, really, to think that there are so many places out there that you can pull up your RV or pitch a tent. Now, the highlight really in Kenilworth would have to be other than the uh, coffee and a donut <laughs> and the bakery and the pizzeria and the pub and the friendly grocer. It's a, it's a really it, sweet little town. It's, it is fantastic. Mm. You know, it is a, they just have everything you need. And it's very friendly, I have to say. Yes, it's it is. It's a very friendly little town. Yes, it is. Uh, there is the Kenilworth Dairy, a collective of uh, dairy producers that have created uh, award-winning – you know, blessed are the cheesemakers, Paulie. <laughs> That's exactly right. I love the story of Kenilworth Dairies, aka used to be known as Kenilworth Cheese Factory. Back in the day, this was a craft cheese Do you built remember? and remember craft. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like I grew up on craft cheese. <laughs> yeah, probably because I mean, I I lived not far from Kenilworth when I was growing up. But built by the Craft Cheese Company and operated for many, many years. And then when the Craft Cheese Company were closing it up, it was purchased by a number of the dairy producers, the cheese makers, who uh, were working there. And they started creating these beautiful boutique cheeses that the Kenilworth Cheese Company is now famously known for. It's recently been purchased by a a local farming family. And Mm. what I love about this story, they've renamed it Kenilworth Dairies because the story goes that uh, this gentleman was, was watching his farming mates have to, you know, shut up shop close down their their farms because they just couldn't keep up with the the rising costs and and you know all of the hardships that these farmers face so he took action he bought the the cheese factory he renamed it Kenilworth Dairies and he now supports his his local farming region in that they supply their milk to the dairy for the dairy to continue to create these incredible products including they're world-famous cheeses. That is a very cool collaborative approach to community, isn't it? It really is, and, so and it really inspirational. I, I'd encourage you to get on their website and have a read of that story because I, I was really moved by it, and I said to Paul, we've got to go for lunch. We've got to go and try some of this cheese. It didn't disappoint. Wow. Okay, so there's loads of different um, 
versions of cheese platters for two, tasting platters, etc. Mm-hmm. Variety is endless, and the cheeses change regularly as well. Uh, so, what we actually decided on was a thirty dollar share plate. Now, had we known how big <laughs> this thing was going to be, mm-hmm. it is plenty for four or five yeah. people. The amount of dried fruit, fresh fruit, jams, paste, uh, honeys, crackers, crackers and cheeses, of course the cheeses. Like, yeah. It, uh, literally cheeses. How many yeah. cheeses are there, yeah. right? It was amazing. It truly was. And it's served up in like a takeaway pizza box, which is very cool because then you just close the lid and take it and we We had it the next day for lunch as well. And a little bit the next day as well. So yeah. there was that's how much there was. We we can understand business and small business and quite often these sort of price hikes and you think, oh, it's just, it's just on the steep side. It's starting mm. to get a bit bit rich, isn't it? This was the best value. Oh, we've had it a long time. Plat- yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then the other food was great as well, Jasper had. We, look, our eyes were bigger than our belly when we realised what we were getting. Uh, Jasper had the, uh, this is funny, utterly, utterly. Yeah. Uh, good ice cream. Oh yeah, from the Kenilworth Dairy. Oh my gosh, do yourself a favour and get one of those when you visit. Uh, but look, just a great experience. You're sitting out in the shady lawn area, plenty of seating area. This place is humming. Mm. Uh, as soon as it hits lunchtime, any day of the week and on the weekend, it is packed. Yeah, and that would be our recommendation if you can get up for lunch during the week. Do that. They're open for breakfast on the weekends as well. And mm-hmm. I was really impressed with their menu. They've got a, a really fantastic menu for such a, I guess, a small establishment. Um, it'd be great to go on a weekend in, and go and have brekkie or even go later in the day because I believe they also have uh, local live music and, and things like that happening cool. as well. Cheese, crackers and a bit of guitar. Love it. Oh, you can't beat it. Some good vocals. They must have, oh, I don't know, 150 to 200 other lines of artisan products, produce. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you could go and spend trinkets. a fortune actually. Yeah, it's a really great little store and shop that would be just the perfect – place to pick up, you know, a relatively low-cost gift for someone special. Yeah, or a hamper to go and make up you a know? little local produce hamper. Mm. We uh, we walked away with some delicious habanero mayonnaise that oh. I haven't been able to purchase anywhere in so long, so I was pretty happy when I found that. Oh, she just loves saying habanero. <laughs> mm. At least I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, across the road from the dairy is a really fantastic kids' play get area mm-hmm. uh, with, you know, multiple climbing structures and swings and a zip line and uh, and even uh, an enclosed part of it that's for the younger kids. There's bathroom facilities that were very clean for a public toilet because there's no bathrooms at the dairy. They send you across the road and you think, you know, mm-hmm. just install some Yep, Some over to the yucky bathrooms. public toilets. But you get over there, not nah, absolutely perfect. Yep, so the the town is really cared for mm. by the community mm. and that was what really shone through, that they they really make sure that they are collaborating to present, you know, you with a, a whole experience, a holistic approach mm. and obviously you're going to stay longer, spend more money and tell everyone about it, which is 
what they want, you know. Yeah, look, it's interesting in our travels, you know, we've seen plenty of the RV-friendly signage as you roll into towns all around the country and and the the different level of RV-friendliness, you know, it, it really is a, uh, a sliding scale. In terms of, I'm not really talking about the how happy people are to see you when you rock into town, but more the facilities available for RVers when you roll into one of these towns that says they're RV friendly. And Kenilworth are nailing it, I have to say, with everything that they've got on option. They even have a freshwater fill point Mm -hmm. at the Memorial Park, which is just opposite the showground. So if you are camping off grid, like we were, you can either pull your rig up there or, I mean, we did a couple of trips down there with our jerry cans and our, you know, everything that we needed to fill our our water tanks up back at the van. And it was just very easy, very accessible. There's also uh, plenty of rubbish bins at that fill point for you to dispose of your rubbish and your recyclables. Uh, look, all in all, just a great Yeah, they're doing experience. a great job. And one of those places that we said feel goods could kick back in a rocking chair and while away the country hours out here for, for good. Like, we, we loved it that much. Yeah, it really is absolutely beautiful. Lots of little hidden gems. In fact, one that Shane told us about was the Enchanted Fig Tree Forest Walk. And I think your mum even found this online and sent it through to us, Paul. I'm so glad she did because that is what triggered us to to actually take the trek out there. Look, it's only five kilometres, five minutes drive. Yeah, out of town on Little Yabba Creek and it is a great little walk. It is all boardwalk uh, and like concrete bitumen pathway through mm-hmm. the the forest. The fig trees are absolutely spectacular. So huge, just gorgeous. It's a great family friendly little circuit. What well, I think it might be eleven hundred metres. Yeah, return. S- yes, exactly. So and it's accessible as well. And as mm. you said, Paul, five minutes out of town, and you can be immersed in a beautiful natural environment. A great thing to do. It you know won't take any more than an hour. By the time you get out there, do your walk. Mm. You could go down and have a splash in the creek. There must be seven or eight interpretive signs that talk to the history of the forest, the ecology, the biology. It it is short bits of information that Jasper could even read. Mm. Uh, it was a good height for kids to, to interact with and well presented in the storytelling kind of way. Mm. You know? uh, so that was good as well. It was just yeah a really great educational, entertaining walk. Yeah, lovely. I mean, we love those opportunities to get out into nature. So, And particularly those family-friendly shorter work walks are just fantastic. All right, we are now hitching up and we're driving the back roads through the mountain range, some steep, windy, incline declines, uh, but doable. You know, nothing that was... Uh, out of anyone's uh, capability, if you're towing a rig like us, um, certainly felt safe. But it, it, it's just a, it's a, a real breathe easy and enjoy the scenery kind of drive. Mm-hmm. 135 kilometres, uh, probably about 50 of these kilometres are through the ranges till you get to Gimpy and you're back onto the motorway. Mm-hmm. And just again, just the, the the landscape continues to just blow you away out mm-hmm. here. It is it is that. 
that pretty. Uh, we're then getting up the road to a little stop called Tyro. Now, we've been calling it Tiaro for three and a half years. <laughs> Longer have, probably. <laughs> you know, you, if you're driving up the east coast of Australia, you have to go through this little township, uh, famous for the Christmas store. Yes. And uh, a butcher. The, the, the two oh, yeah, we've heard about that Things butcher. that people always talk about. Mm. But it's pronounced Tyro, so the A is, you know, silent. Mm. Uh, and so we, <laughs> we, we finally got told, because it's not Tiaro. Yeah, interestingly, I read it on the um, – does anybody else play the, the roadside trivia? You know, the huge signs, and I don't know if it's – I can't remember if it's just a Queensland government thing or whether mm-hmm. all states around Australia have it, but uh, the huge big road signs, they say it um, can help reduce fatigue by playing the trivia. Definitely, yeah. And as we were on our way up, one of the questions was, how do you pronounce T-R-O, T-I-A-R-O? And as it came up on the answer board a few kilometres up the road, phonetically they had written T-I-E hyphen R-O-W. Tyro. I said to Paul, oh my goodness. You say Tyro. Exactly, say baby. Potato, potato. Anyway, we pulled up into Tyro uh, because we were headed a little further north up the road, but we knew we weren't going to get there in time. We had a, a Zoom business meeting with one of our partners, so we pulled in there. They've got a really fantastic little overnight mm-hmm. stay, um, RV-friendly. It's even tent-friendly as well because in the adjoining park there are bathroom facilities. And, lo- and a lawn area as well. So there's a couple of different camp locations. Mm. There's a pub. Yeah, they, I have to say the council have done a great job over the years that we've been coming and going on this road and, gosh, we've done plenty of kilometres mm. on this stretch of the Bruce Highway. But every time we stop here, I feel like they've improved it again. They've done something else to make it more accessible. Um, there was a whole suite of different RVs there from caravans like ours to rooftop campers and camper vans as well. There's fresh water there. We filled our tanks up. They've even got like a, a little... Wash down sink. Yeah, wash down sink and bench area if you were preparing meals and wanted to do your dishes. Like they've they've Fil- really done a great job. A filtered water fill point for your drinking bottles or just like a bubbler. Mm. Yeah, they've done well. And it's free. Thank you, Tyro. How cool is that? Yeah. But can I buy a vowel and yeah. not pronounce it? <laughs> Good on you. Okay, twenty minutes down the road. Now to which interestingly is really just across the road, but you've you've kind of got to go across and out and then come back down through to the river point. Uh, Twenty minutes to Blue Gums River Retreat, our favourite river camp that we've stayed at in Queensland because you are on the river. Mm. Uh, met by another friendly country gentleman, Rod and his wife Trace. So we we also got to meet Trace uh, just. Beautiful people that have, uh, you know, empty nesters, had their kids, mm-hmm. they're, they're actually celebrating their 21st yes. birthday, they're twins, aren't they? Yep. This, this week. Uh, they, they've flown the coop and so now they have opened up their slice of paradise, the whole river frontage, to us. Yeah, it really, again, an amazing location. Now, you can book direct with these guys, Blue Gums River Retreat. Just Google them. They'll they'll come up there also on Facebook as well. The river here is is the deep 
full river of the Mary. Mm -hmm. So unlike what we had when we were staying at Shane's place in Kenilworth where it was sort of ankle to waist deep and pebbly, this is a full-on river and, gee, the Mary is looking fantastic at the moment. The boys got in a number of times and swam in its beautiful lukewarm waters. Mm, Yeah, perfect temperature for kids or a few really just want that. It's just a perfect not not even warm, but warm to where you're just so comfortable just mm. sitting there. You just, oh, this is great. It's my kind of temperature. Mm. Um, what's great about this property is that as you enter their their house and their sheds and um, they do run livestock on part of this property, it's all up at the very top front section and then you kind of drive down a little bit of a hill to the river front and you can't see their house. You can't, they can't hear see their house. You, they can't see you. It really – you're transported to just this location that is just mm. amazing. And, again, they've limited the sites. They've got – they have five sites in one section that are all huge and very well spread out and then another two on another section of the riverfront that they have. They have – if you're travelling with a boat or a jet ski, they have their own – private boat ramp direct into the river. They've also set up a a, a really nice little communal area that has table and chairs, a barbecue, some lounge chairs, and that's in between some of the sites as well. So that really spreads out the sites. And again, that green grass, Tracy was saying, the grass is so crazy at the moment. They're mowing every couple of days. I can't imagine, you know, on their huge ride or mower, keeping this area, again, a bit like a, uh, a bowling green. It is amazing. There's a couple of portaloos mm-hmm. as well. Uh, no showers, but, you know, swims as good as a shower when you're camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is just a wonderful experience. The hot tip here would be if, you, if you're going to camp here, try to pick midweek, uh, mm. outside of school holidays, because I would imagine that just because of the environment and how wide and long this stretch of river is, there'd be a lot of boats and jet skis. Or if you have boats and jet skis, then bring them, you know. Yeah. Like uh, it, that's how these guys found this property. They grew up as skiers, water skiers themselves. So stunning, stunning location. We just – we loved it. And the sunset, wow. Yeah, yeah, really beautiful. Great friendly hosts. And I think this is one that – you know, we'll find ourselves returning to when we are back mm. in this region. And, of course, this is, um, you know, a region that has some of our family members. So we're often toing and froing when we're back in this mm-hmm. part of Queensland, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, I think we'll be back to Blue Gums. I'd love to get the family together and all camp out there mm. because it's, it's like – it's like that. You can either just have two campsites down the other end yep. or the five campsites <laughs> at this end. You know, it's uh, – wow. Yeah, really. Did you say it was uh, 30 heaven. minutes into Maryborough? Oh, no, I did not. Which is great. You know, I mean, and there's all the majors there. Mm. Everything you could possibly want as far as services, utilities, you know, shopping centres. Yep. And there's a train and, you know, pubs and all, all that comes with Maryborough or an hour – and you're into Harvey Bay and then you've got, you know, literally. Uh, Everything, yeah. yeah, again, on a much bigger much scale. Much bigger scale, mm. you know, BCF. <laughs> Stay away, husband. <laughs> okay, 
listen, we're going to wrap up mm. Blue Gums River Retreat there. Uh, do yourself a favour, get online, check it out. Oh, there's the the footage in this episode. It is just spectacular. It is so beautiful. It'll have you dreaming of a, a hinterland escape for sure. Okay, next week we are taking you on a road trip, another two and a half hours drive north to the coastal township of Bundy. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, we haven't been to Bundaberg since our very, very first weeks on the road. So, so good to get back and we're going with a specific mission. We're going to visit some old friends of ours and see what an amazing accomplishment that they have done they they had a dream and they have now created something super special yeah this will inspire you no matter what you're dreaming uh their story is is truly inspirational Mm. incredible okay we will leave it there how about that we hope that you and your family are well look after yourself and do look after your family see you next week happy trails (laughs) 